Welcome to Growing Chatham, North Carolina Cooperative Extension Chatham County Center's November 2023 podcast. I'm Tiffany Hancock. To access the articles and links that are mentioned in today's podcast, just head on over to the Growing Chatham newsletter by visiting go.ncsu.edu forward slash Growing Chatham 1123. With the holiday season fast approaching, we wanted to remind you of a few important dates. Our office will be closed on November 10th for Veterans Day and on November 23rd and 24th for Thanksgiving. Do you enjoy working with young people? If so, we are looking for you. If you are a good fit for us, then we may be a good fit for you. We have a job opening for a 4-H Youth Development Extension agent right here in Chatham County. For more information on this exciting job opportunity, check out the general section of the Growing Chatham newsletter, where you can access the link. Applications for the Chatham County Agricultural Preservation and Development Trust Fund are now open and will close at 5 p.m. On Monday, December 4th, applications for this pilot program round of Chatham County Agricultural Preservation and Development will be accepted only from qualifying non-profit conservation entities, such as land trust. Qualified entities must demonstrate a history and expertise in perpetual conservation easement transactions and stewardship. For this pilot program round, $600,000 will be available perpetual agricultural working land easements and transaction cost. $75,000 is available for organizational and programming support grants. You can find out more by clicking on the link in the general section of the Growing Chatham newsletter. The Chatham County Chamber of Commerce Leadership Program recently held its annual agriculture tour. The North Carolina Cooperative Extension Chatham County agents were happy to lend a hand to the Chamber of Commerce by reaching out to farmers interested in opening their farms for tours. This year, Granite Springs Farm, Rocky Branch Hay and Cattle Company, Lindell Farms, Lindell Organic Dairy, and Mellow Marsh Farm volunteered their farms and welcomed visitors from the leadership program to learn more about the importance of agriculture in Chatham County. The tour provided participants with a unique and interactive experience from visiting the farms and talking to the farmers to engaging in hands-on activities. For more information on the Chatham County Chamber Leadership Program, check out the Growing Chatham News Newsletter. You can access this story and the link to the Chamber of Commerce under the general section of the newsletter. Just visit go.ncsu.edu forward slash growing Chatham 1123. We are moving on to the 4-H section of the growing Chatham newsletter. Our 4-H team has some very exciting news they'd like to share with you. First, they'd like to say Happy Thanksgiving. We are incredibly blessed by our 4-H family and thankful for caring volunteers and generous community members who make Chatham County 4-H an amazing program. Did you visit the North Carolina State Fair? If so, did you see Chatham County 4-H exhibit? Our Chatham County 4-H exhibit earned the blue ribbon at the North Carolina State Fair. So if you weren't able to make it to our exhibit at the North Carolina State Fair, don't worry, you can still get an idea of what we showcased. Check out this exclusive footage in the Growing Chatham newsletter of us setting up the exhibit. 
Beatrice the Bee had a great time meeting everyone at the fair, but is now back buzzing around the Extension office. So check out the video in the growing Chatham newsletter under the 4-H section. We are excited to announce that we have a new team member here in Chatham County. We'd like to introduce you to Emily Wyant, our new Chatham County 4-H program assistant. So let's get to know Emily. Hi, I'm Emily. I'm the new program assistant for 4-H here in Chatham County. I am from Dallas, North Carolina. It's in Gaston County, kind of close to Charlotte, but now I currently live in Durham. I am a recent graduate of Appalachian State University. I got a bachelor's in science in child development. Something interesting about me is I just recently spent almost a year in Disney World working there. It was super fun. Um, I learned a lot, um, but I am really glad to be back in North Carolina, back with my family and friends. So I am currently getting my master's in agricultural education and human sciences at NC State. My whole family actually went to NC State. My brother went for a little while and both my parents went um, and my mom graduated. I don't know when, but uh, that's where my parents met. So super cool to be here at NC State. So I was introduced to 4-H through um, school enrichment when I was in elementary school and I can remember how cool it was. We had like a I think it was like a six week period where we had a 4-H agent come in and teach us how to grow things in a garden. We we grew radishes and then we made like different things with radishes and, and like spinach and kale I think. So super cool. I like radishes now because of it. Just try new things but also um, get to experience that growing something and then putting the product that you grew um, into something that you enjoy. Um, my family is really into cooking, like that's just something that we've done always. Um, and so we like to experiment and try new things. Um, we, we grew okra, I remember going to pick it fresh from the garden and then coming in and frying it up um, when, yeah, when I was in high school because I love okra, it's one of my favorite vegetables. Peppers, we love peppers and everything, so we'll grow like jalapenos, we grew like um, serrano peppers, I think. I can't remember everything that we grew. And then some tomatoes and things like that. I can't, I'm allergic to tomatoes. I can't eat them. Yeah, we used to garden a lot, and my mom's dad, he used to have all kinds of land um, and would garden, and any time we went out there, we went into the gardens, and he grew watermelons. I remember so many huge watermelons and stuff like that. I enjoy working with youth and youth development and all those good things, and so I said, well, I think 4-H is a great place for me. And so I started my master's and then I found this cool place and now I'm here and I'm excited to see what all we can do and what programs we can grow and clubs we can grow and just to see where Chatham County 4-H can go. Save the date for an enchanting winter crafting afternoon with Chatham County 4-H. Coming up December 15th, 2023, registration information will be available soon. This is a scheduled early release day for Chatham County Schools. Chatham County 4-H is represented at the All-American Quarter Horse Congress. Four of our Chatham County Horse Coteers, Kaya Wirth, 
Sarah Richardson, Austin Stinson Miller, and Samantha Durham participated in the All-American Quarter Horse Congress in Ohio with coaches Mary Dickerson and Ruthie Vorderbrug the first week of October as part of the North Carolina 4-H teams. Kyra completed on the horse bowl team in a double elimination playoff where they won second place. Kyra was also named High Individual. Sarah competed on the Hippology team. The team placed first overall, first in exam, first in stations, first in team problem, and second in judging. Sarah also placed fifth overall high individual and was second in stations. Austin and Samantha both competed on the judging team. Their team was third overall, fourth in halter, third in performance, and fifth in reasons. Samantha also placed fourth overall high individual. Fifth in Halter, third in performance, and ninth in reasons. To be part of the North Carolina national team is a huge accomplishment for these youth. They spend a great deal of time studying and preparing for these competitions. This crew has nationals upcoming in November in Louisville, and we wish them the best of luck. Earlier in the summer, those four also competed in the Southern Regionals in Perry, Georgia. You can read more by visiting the growing Chatham newsletter by visiting go.ncsu.edu forward slash growing Chatham 1123. Matt Jones provides us with some horticulture updates. Come to your census on the Plant Toolbox. You can now search the Extension Gardener Plant Toolbox for plants useful for therapeutic horticulture. Just type any of these search tags into the search box. TH smell, TH sight, TH taste, TH touch, TH sound. These search tags return a curated group of plants that can be used in therapeutic horticulture classes and demonstrations. These plants are also suitable for using in sensory gardens and children's gardens. You can read more in the growing Chatham newsletter. Herbaceous ornamentals are plants that have flexible stems and die back to the ground each year. Unlike woody ornamentals, they do not develop persistent woody tissue that lasts through the winter and develop new buds in the spring. Herbaceous ornamentals are divided into annuals, biennials or perennials, based on their life cycles. Annuals die after a growing season. They are sensitive to temperatures that are either too hot or too cold. To find out more about the herbaceous ornamentals, just visit the Growing Chatham newsletter where you can access the story along with the link. Extension volunteers trial North Carolina State disease-resistant tomato varieties. Tomatoes are one of our most popular vegetables and the pride of many gardeners' summer vegetable patch. As many of us have discovered, pests and diseases can make growing a bountiful tomato crop in North Carolina challenging. To help identify tomato varieties that are less problem-prone, North Carolina State Extension Master Gardeners volunteers are trialing three new disease-resistant varieties developed by North Carolina State plant breeders. You can read more in the growing Chatham newsletter. Do you need some gardening advice? Our Master Gardeners are just an email or phone call away. You can reach a Master Gardener on Monday from 1 until 4 p.m., Wednesday from 1 until 4 p.m., and on Friday from 9 a.m. until 12 p.m. by calling 919 545 
1-800-242-2715, or you can email them at chathamemgv at gmail.com. That's Chatham E as in Easter Lily, M as in Marigold, G as in Gardenia, and V as in Violet at gmail.com. Here are some sustainable ag updates from Debbie Roos. North Carolina Ag Ventures is a North Carolina state extension program that provides grants to North Carolina farmers and community groups for new and innovative agricultural project ideas that will increase farm profits. The program, which is supported by the North Carolina Tobacco Trust Fund Commission, will award a minimum of 40 grants to independent family farms. This is a great opportunity for any producer who is thinking of diversifying, improving, or expanding their operation. North Carolina Ag Adventures will award grants up to $8,000. The deadline for the application is December 15th, 2023. For more details about the Ag Ventures grant program, you may visit the Growing Chatham newsletter where you can access the link. You can now view the recording of CCB's Bat Webinar. The Chatham County Conservation Partnership, CCP, conducted a webinar on bats of Chatham County on October 19th. Several speakers delivered interesting presentations, and the great news is anyone not able to attend the live webinar can now watch the recording. Speakers gave an overview of the bats of Chatham County and discussed bats' superpower of eco-location, citizen science acoustic monitoring of bats, handling bat encounters, humanely evicting bats from homes and buildings, and more. You can visit Cooperative Extension's Growing Small Farms website for more details and a link to the recording. You can find this link in the Growing Chatham newsletter. North Carolina State University, North Carolina Cooperative Extension, the Center for Environmental Farming Systems, and the North Carolina Botanical Garden are working together to develop field realistic recommendations for southeastern U.S. farmers to install ecologically beneficial habitat on their land. We are asking you to fill out this survey to better understand your interest in installing habitat on your farm. This survey is completely voluntary and should only take about five minutes to complete. The results will be used in a research study to develop habitat installation recommendations and in future research projects. You can complete the survey online. You can access the link in the growing Chatham newsletter. We have had some lovely fall weather, and the many pollinators are finding plenty of plants to forage on in Cooperative Extension's Pollinator Paradise Demonstration Garden. Visit the Growing Small Farms website to view some pollinator garden snapshots from early fall by accessing the link in the Growing Chatham newsletter. Here are some livestock updates. Winter Dairy Management Series Part 1, Reap Money for energy updates on your dairy, join us for an informative workshop on ways to improve energy efficiency on dairy farms while tapping into USDA's REAP funds to pay for a portion of the upgrades. 
USDA's Rural Energy for America program has grants and loans that help renewable energy and energy efficiency projects. This workshop will focus on ways that dairy operators can utilize REAP funds for energy efficiency projects on their operations. To discover more and to register for this event, click on the link in the Growing Chatham newsletter. Coming up is Designing a Small Flock Poultry House Webinar. For those thinking of starting a backyard flock, it is important to design your poultry house first. Alicia Halbritter from the University of Florida Cooperative Extension Service will be discussing how to go about designing a house that meets your needs coming up November 7th, 2023 from 3 until 4 p.m. You can register for this webinar by visiting the Growing Chatham newsletter and clicking on the link. The Spring 2024 Pesticide Safety Schools are available to those seeking initial licensing in one or more pesticide subcategories. To register for a school or to find out more information, just click on the link in the growing Chatham newsletter. The 75th Annual Crop Protection School will be held virtually via Zoom on Thursday, November 30th, 2023. Registration is free but is required as the passcode and link will be given upon confirmation of attendance. Topics include spotted lanternfly, virus outbreaks on tomatoes, farm sustainability, spray technologies and pesticide use, and an introduction to our new field crops pathologist. You can read more in the Growing Chatham newsletter. Here are a few forestry updates from Dr. Ginger Cunningham. Building trails on your property. Sponsored by North Carolina Tree Farm Program. This event is scheduled for November 2nd, 2023 from 12 until 1 p.m. Whether you're interested in wildlife, viewing, hiking, hunting, or controlling wildfire on your land, well-planned and constructed trails are key to providing the access you'll need. This webinar will focus on important things to consider before building trails on your property, resources available to you for trail construction and maintenance, opportunities for tying into trail networks, and general considerations for hosting people on your land. Pre-registration is required. You can find this link in the growing Chatham newsletter. Coming up November 30th, from 1 until 2 p.m., timber tax, landowner issues, and considerations. This one-hour webinar will provide an overview on various timber tax topics. Topics include timber bases, IRS distinctions between a business, investment, or a hobby, what is a back cruise, and when is it helpful in determining taxes, when to use Form T, and a host of other helpful topics for a landowner considering harvesting timber and curious about the tax implications and best strategies. You can find out more by visiting the Growing Chatham Newsletter. Temperature Forest Act as Global Carbon Sinks In an article published recently in Nature Geoscience, researchers were able to map annual fluctuations in global forest biomass over a span of a decade. 
and results showed that tropical forests, although expansive and ancient, are now almost carbon neutral due to the degradation brought about deforestation, fires, and droughts. You can find out more by visiting the Growing Chatham newsletter and clicking on the link by visiting go.ncsu.edu forward slash Growing Chatham 1123. Okay, we're switching gears from the forest into the home. Here are updates from Tara Gregory, Family and Consumer Sciences Agent. Apply now to become an Extension Master Food Volunteer. Applications for the 2024 Extension Master Food Volunteer Program in Chatham County are now being accepted. Applications are due November 13th, 2023. Let's find out more about the Extension Master Food Volunteer Program. The Extension Master Food Volunteer Program was started to help agents with food programming in their county. Well, I really love being a Master Food Volunteer because there's so many things you can learn. I really want to help the community. I want to be out there and I want to give back to society. So this kind of um, gives me a push. We have made a difference in their lives and they pass it on. That's the best part is each one teach one. Yeah, I like that. So that's good. The Extension Master Food Volunteer Program provides formal training to volunteers in the areas of cooking, nutrition, food safety, and local food. Volunteers are trained by Cooperative Extension Family and Consumer Science agents so that they can support community-based programs. Examples of Cooperative Extension programs include nutrition education classes for youth, adults, and seniors, cooking demonstrations at farmers markets, food pantries, schools, childcare centers, and other community sites, educational booths at health fairs, food preservation classes, and more. Volunteers receive rigorous training to ensure that they are prepared to assist with these programs and so that they can answer community members' food and health-related questions. One of the programs I really love is um, the kids' program that we do, Call Me Healthy. I really love that one. And to see the kids trying new foods. And sometimes they go through it and they will eat the whole thing and find out, oh, I like that. I said, good, good. You're looking at different products. You're looking at, you know, farm to table. You're looking at things that are locally grown. And it makes you more aware of what's available. And then that information, then you import to other people and hopefully get them to make better choices with their foods. The Extension Master Food Volunteer Program consists of 30 hours of training in the core curriculum, which covers all of the basics in family and consumer sciences. Volunteers are then required to shadow their supervising agent for 30 hours and complete 20 hours of service and 10 hours of continuing education a year. It's like you're almost looking at a small degree. I felt that the NC Extension group did a really good job of communicating the information, helping us to understand what the goals are. It's not just that you know they're there to volunteer and to give back to the community, but it's also that they're learning something new. So the other community members, they're like, well, I want to learn more. I think that being out there in the community, it makes a difference one person at a time, and you may not reach every person, but if you reach one or two people, you're making a difference in their lives. Now I can do more. 
before it was just me and now because I can reach more people through them and also I can get more participants to my programs because they are always talking about what we do and what kind of programs we offer. I enjoy it. I really do. Harvest delights growing and cooking fall vegetables with Matt Jones, horticulture agent, and Tara Gregory, family and consumer sciences agent. On Thursday, November 16th, 2023, from 9 until 11.30 a.m., the cost is $15 per person. Don't miss this opportunity to connect with fellow vegetable enthusiasts, learn valuable gardening techniques, and explore the delicious possibilities that homegrown fall vegetables can bring to your Thanksgiving menu. Space is limited, so register today by visiting the Growing Chatham newsletter and clicking on the link. From the Extension at Home series, here's what's happening in November. Eco-friendly holiday decor coming up Thursday, November 2nd, 2023 at 11am. Making your home more eco-friendly doesn't require you to break the bank or sacrifice your own style to decorate your home for the holidays. Brought to you by North Carolina Central Extension Family and Consumer Sciences Agents. You can click on the link in the Growing Chatham newsletter to register. Celebrate Native American Heritage Month through food. Food is considered a sacred gift by many indigenous people, as well as a source of connection. Corn, beans, and squash, the three sisters are staples in the Cherokee food culture. And corn is an ingredient that can be found at most Native community gatherings. Tara has provided a few recipes for you to try out. So just click on the link in the Growing Chatham newsletter to access these recipes by visiting go.ncsu.edu forward slash Growing Chatham 1123. From the kitchen, now to our finances. With Brandy King, Chatham County Extension Administrative Assistant. This is the last publication from the When Your Income Drops series. Losing a job, worrying about making ends meet, and making sudden big changes in your life are all stressful situations. When your income drops, you are probably dealing with all of these and more. Dealing with financial aspects of your situation is important, but it is equally important to deal with the psychological and emotional aspects that you and your family are experiencing. You can read more when you visit the Growing Chatham newsletter. When Your Income Drops series was produced by University of Georgia Extension. It's time to dive into our monthly Extension history lesson. So buckle up for a time-traveling adventure as we journey back to 1975, the beginning of the Chatham County Crafts Sharing Chapter with Glennie Beasley, Assistant Home Economics Extension Agent. In January of 1975, Glennie Beasley, Assistant Home Economics Extension Agent, published a brief note in the Chatham News outlining her plans to form a craft 
sharing chapter. Soon after, she sent a letter to the new members on announcing the club's formation. The members drafted a constitution for the Chatham County Craft Sharing Chapter and began with a modest eight members. By April 3, 1975, the Chatham News promoted the next club meeting, and by September, the club went on its first excursion to the 1975 Fall Crafts Show and sale at the State Fairgrounds. December 1975, the Extension Office Kitchen was the site of a festive Christmas celebration for the crafters. They held their first craft workshop on March 20, 1976, which was promoted by the Chatham News in an article. In 1976, the membership of the craft sharing chapter increased to 17 members. In the spring of 76, their members attended two craft festivals the Hearthside Craft Festival and the Blue Ridge Craft Festival, both of which were held concurrently at the North Carolina State Fairgrounds. In September of 1976, the Chatham County Craft Sharing Chapter had a booth at the Chatham County Fair in Pittsburgh, and they won a blue ribbon that year. They held their Christmas festivities in 1977 and 78 at Ye Old Country Kitchen in Snow Camp, North Carolina. During these occasions, handmade gifts were exchanged. The crafting group continued to meet on a regular basis until 1986. There's a brief video showcasing the crafters' awards, photos, and letters from their scrapbook in the growing Chatham newsletter, so be sure to check it out. And that concludes our Extension History Lesson for November. As November comes to a close, so does our podcast. I hope you have a fantastic month and that you'll try out the amazing recipes Tara shared with us. Impress your loved ones with a new dish this holiday season. I'll return in December to share updates from our team at the Chatham County Center. So take care and have a wonderful November. This is Tiffany Hancock for North Carolina Cooperative Extension, Chatham County Center.